if it smells like shit, you are in the right place. You are listening to the Podwackers, hosted by David and Craig. Enjoy. It's a crotch party right up in here. Hey, everybody. Uh, good morning. Listen to the Podwackers, David and Craig. How are you, my man? Good. It's definitely a crotch party up in here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're not kidding, man. I had to, uh, <laughs> I completely douched out my laptop because I was running the Mac OS beta and it's just been a cluster trying to get everything up and running again. Holy cow. So yeah, so I wiped out my whole, my whole laptop. Uh, I was running the Mac OS Mojave beta and the first go round was all right. And the second one just was completely terrible. And you know, I'm an idiot and run it on my main machine. So, of course, you know, all my shit stops working, my remote desktop app's crashing, my uh, podcast setup has been effed, and I couldn't record audio out of the internet anymore, and I had to, like, do some janky workaround that hardly worked, and that app would crash. I was like, all right, I'm just going to wipe this machine clean and start over again. So, here we are at 5 o'clock this morning, scrambling, trying to get it to work. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's part of the whole process and <laughs> doing all the technical work and production and everything on our own so yeah that's right <laughs> we're eating our own dog food this morning oh man you're not <laughs> you're not lying you got to clarify though and i hate to throw names out of people that could potentially be sponsors someday but i doubt microsoft will ever like us because we use mac for everything <laughs> You need to clarify that all of the Microsoft-based products are broken with Mojave. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh, that was a big one. That I have. I use the Microsoft Remote Desktop app when I'm working and stuff, and, man, that thing would just, like, freeze up randomly and crash. I'm giving Microsoft a slight break just because it's a beta version of an operating system. And, you know, to be fair, they probably haven't developed on it yet or... You know, I don't know if they had any advanced release of it to start working on their stuff just because they're probably a, a partner of Apple, but Right. But yeah, so I don't know, that thing kept crashing and then the, then I reinstalled Skype when I flat uh, once I redid my whole machine I installed Skype and suddenly I don't have any options for, for the microphone randomly. So that makes complete sense. Yeah, since it's a uh a VoIP. app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In your VoIP app you can't set your microphone. So I had to go find some, I don't know, probably malware-laden binary on the internet of a previous version. <laughs> that seemed to work fine. I hope you didn't get it off. What what the hell is that one site? Softpedia? Yeah, uh, I don't think it was Softpedia. It was something else weird, though. <laughs> I was in a hurry, man. Just trying to get things going. I'll run malware bytes when I'm done. See what kind of stuff I picked up. See what kind of internet herpes I'd, I collected off the internet (laughs) yeah definitely well the good thing is everything sounds good now so i think we got all the bugs worked out oh yeah and since we were ripping on bill gates and microsoft i'm gonna get this sound bite in here because that's probably the only time i'm ever gonna get to use it hey bill gates (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's perfect yeah (laughs) what a wiener (laughs) yeah so anyway (laughs) now we're up and running ready to roll 
so uh you know a lot's been going on over the last week we had a pretty packed agenda but uh i wanted to get to uh the nba mvp voting and uh and talk about that a little bit so uh we had the nba mvp votes come in james harden he wins uh lebron does not which is not surprising but surprising so um you know we have Basically, everybody probably agrees that if LeBron isn't on the Cavs, the Cavs don't even make the playoffs, let alone go to the finals. And somehow Harden doesn't even make it to the finals and is the MVP. Makes sense. Yeah. If 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 LeBron James goes to the Lakers, which that's the latest rumor, um, because Leonard's talking about their I guess the Lakers are really, really pushing to get Leonard in, in LA too. Good from luck. The Spurs. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. I mean, they they have to do some black magic to get the salary cap and to get everybody there. But it, it we said this last week, I think. I don't remember what show it was, but you take LeBron off of the Cavs, we're back to winning twenty games a season, hands down. And the only two people that I know that they have locked in so far is Kendrick Perkins. Big deal because I never saw the guy play one single minute. The basketball <laughs> he for didn't. The season. He, they signed him, I think, on the last day of the season, too. Yeah. And they tendered um, Rodney Hood's contract, too. So, hey, we got Perkins and we got Hood. You That's fucking right. off. And Kevin Love. And Kevin. Well, <laughs> so far, Kevin Love. That's right. But Kevin Love is the number one guy. I like him, it, but it's. it's He's not LeBron, so. Yeah, no. We might win 30 games next season was Kevin Love. Kevin Love wasn't in the picture the last time around, but That's right. But we did have Kyrie. Yeah. Uncle Drew. Yeah. Well, his knees are about as old as Uncle Drew looks, so Yeah. Yeah, it it's kind of cool um to see to see how this stuff plays out and and watch how how just blatantly obvious it is they ignore LeBron anymore cuz they're just sick of him. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. he's that good. There's no doubt in my mind he's he was the MVP this season, and not just because he was a Cav, but because of his team and how he did it and where he took the team and everything. I mean, he played every game this season for the first time in his career, I believe. And, you know, he, he basically drug us along and willed us to the finals. And mm. did you see where Kyrie Irving came out and said that LeBron was really the MVP? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, so they asked Kyrie who they thought the MVP was, and he said, well, you know, for the for the people, it was Harden, but for real, it was LeBron. Right. The, the only comment that I saw that stood out was uh, another article that I read where they said, you know, you, you just can't give LeBron the MVP 14 years in a row. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, well, yeah, you could, but... <laughs> no, you, you should. I mean... No offense, but like the award isn't most valuable player who isn't LeBron or most valuable player who hasn't won it seven times in a row. Like that's not the award. The award is most valuable player that year. And if it's LeBron James, then it's LeBron James. Like bottom line. Yeah. The legitimate argument should could be made that hands down he's been the MVP the last eight seasons because Easily. What did he, what did he do for the Heat? What has he done for the Cavs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, completely fair. Now, I'm not going to say that like other guys didn't have great seasons, which I believe 
you know, uh, this is a regular season award, if I'm not mistaken, so it's, it doesn't account for the playoffs. And so some of my arguments towards LeBron kind of leans on what he did with the Cavs to the playoffs. But, um, you know, he had guys like Russ Westbrook and stuff who put up, like, you know, just stellar seasons. And, yeah. and, and they do deserve it, too. Like, you can't say they don't deserve it, but everybody knows that without LeBron James on the Cleveland Cavaliers, especially right now as they are constructed, that they, you know he was the MVP this season specifically. I could understand an argument for previous seasons, you know, where he had a lot more help, and saying, mm-hmm. well, you know, he had Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Mm, okay, sort of fair, but you know, you still got to go out there and perform and do it at a high level for 15 years. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. And to be a little bit fair with that argument, um, the Miami Heat, they, they even since he's left, they've still been playoff contenders come the end of the season, but they don't have any standout players, so to speak, that you know that would come into the, the MVP conversation. But at least they're still playoff contending teams. The Cavs, without him, you don't even have to talk playoffs at that point. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. They're not going to sniff the playoffs. They're probably not even going to be close to an eight seed next year <laughs> if he leaves. I don't know. I'm kicking um, myself in the ass right now for not having that playoff soundbite from, I think it was, was it Dick Vermeil or one of those guys? It was like, playoffs? <laughs> yeah, it was, I believe. Yeah, that that would have been a good one. Um, <laughs> is it? Is it him or Jim Mora? Jim Mora, that's it. Yeah. I think, yeah, uh, yeah. let's see. I, here, here you go. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave him the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? <laughs> uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> there we go. That's just the Cavs 2018 2019 season when LeBron's in LA. <laughs> There's a couple of good sound bites in there. This sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, so, um, so then there was a little drama going on with, uh, with Bill Russell on, on live TV. You want to break that one down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And at first, I, I saw the memes and the pictures going around, and I thought, this is a joke. Somebody's Photoshopped this thing. And then I actually clicked on one of the links, and when Charles Barkley was up there... Um, now, this and, is up there during the presentation for the awards? Yeah, presentation for the award. Okay. And I don't know who... Uh, Barkley was on stage with, but the camera panned at Bill Russell out of the blue, and live TV, he's sitting there flying uh, Barkley the bird, and, and I read a little bit more into the, what had happened, and apparently this is not the first time this has happened. He said it was a natural reaction, just when every time he sees Charles Barkley, he has to give him the finger. He said it's like <laughs> an instinctive move, <laughs> which, is, which is hilarious to me. Oh my god! Yeah, even that it was caught on TV. Yeah, so there's a picture and a caption. Um, you put a tweet in our show notes, 
and there's a it's a picture of Bill Russell flipping the bird. He's wearing like a suit jacket and like a button up shirt, and mm-hmm. he's just flipping off <laughs> Barkley from the crowd. It was so funny. And then yeah, he has uh, his tweet says, "Sorry, everyone, I forgot it was live TV, and I can't help myself whenever I see Charles. It's just pure instinct." <laughs> <laughs> I love well, it. Yeah, I love that. And all I can say is, Bill, I got your back on that one. Because every time I see him, I want to flip him off too. But I'm only flipping the TV off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty funny. Um. You know, especially because in the tweet, um, Bill Ru- Bill Russell tags NBA on TNT and at NBA, so <laughs> like apparently no nobody cared, which is great. That's how that should be. He should be able to flip somebody off, and it's just funny. People laugh about it. Yeah. What? What? Honestly, I mean, what's he got to lose? He's one of the living legends, and pretty much do whatever he wants. I think the great thing about that picture for me was when I first looked at it. And the smile and the expression he has on his face, he looks a little bit like Morgan Freeman in that. In that, yeah, he film. does. And I had to take a double take. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not that's not Freeman. That's Bill Russell. He's like, hey, Charles. You want Grizzly Adams? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. Yeah. Fucking dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I I was cracking up about that. That was pretty funny. Um. <laughs> Anyway, well, <clears throat> so as kind of a side note to this, then we have a couple of days later, uh, you know, Richard Jefferson, who I believe he's with the Nuggets right now. He was a, a Cavalier uh, during the championship run. He ended up, um, <laughs> he, he Snapchatted a, a picture of his, uh, his Apple notes, and he wrote this really long uh, diatribe in there and it's pretty funny and so i'll read it out to you guys but it's it's in regard to lebron and in the whole free agency situation it's pretty funny so he says yeah. it is with great remorse that i'm writing this after many years as a peer and many years as a friend and teammate i've decided to end my friendship with lebron james i'm saying this publicly so that the fans and media members can please stop asking me where he's going in free agency i don't know my family doesn't know and neither do my kids Unfortunately, I live in Los Angeles, so the questions are unavoidable, but hopefully this helps to clear things up. Truth be told, I never liked the guy. He works too hard. It makes the rest of us look bad. He's my son's favorite player, and I view that as a complete betrayal of how hard I've worked to put a roof over his head. I'm sorry I'm having to give this Drake response, but I feel like this is the best way to address this issue that I'm clearly losing. Also, I wish everyone the best of luck in free agency, teams and players. Oh, and to Channing Fry also, just because. <laughs> and there's a middle finger emoji <laughs> next to Channing Fry. So, yeah, I thought that was really hilarious. I mean, I read that yesterday, and I was laughing to myself about it. I thought it was pretty good. I love, I love Jefferson. Yeah, I love that he threw Drake under the bus in that comment, too. Oh, that was so good. He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't pull any punches. He's pretty funny. Yeah. Are they? Is he? Are they still doing the roadshow podcast? I uh, r- road tripping. Road uh, tripping. That's it. I used to listen to it. I actually kind of stopped listening to it once he left the team. But they were putting out new episodes. It was just getting kind of boring. Uh, I listened to a handful of episodes and I thought they were entertaining. But then I I kind of got over it after a little while and just moved on. Um, I don't know. I think it was just probably because again I'm not like the biggest NBA fan and. 
you know, when Jefferson left the team, I was kind of just, hmm, eh. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely liked him and Fry when they were there, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm a super fair-weather basketball fan, even though we've been talking so much NBA lately. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's the hot topic at the moment. So the, the only other thing I had to add to the free agency thing was uh, – I don't know. They they unnamed sources. They love to quote that on their on their news releases or whatever. They said he's going to make a decision before the fourth of July. So if that's true, by this time next week we'll know where he's going, and I'm sure that'll just lead to a whole hell of a lot more to talk about. So <laughs> especially yeah. if he's leaving. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I tend to get bored by this and i'm just kind of ready for it to be july 3rd i guess mm-hmm. if that's when he's going to make his announcement so i don't know i i feel like he's staying i still do i don't know why just the other teams and options around just don't feel like like there's not any movement going on nobody's really been making any trades i don't know though is there a deadline uh, maybe July 1st or something where they have to, where free agency kind of really kicks in or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there is a, there is a deadline. I don't know the exact date where they have to basically waive their, waive their uh, option to come back to play. Cause I think his contract has an option written in with, with verbiage already to play the next season for the Cavs and what he's going to make and this and that. So basically he just to become a true free agent, he has to say, I'm, I'm, waiving that option yeah i just i just looked it up it starts on july 1st okay yeah so so that just means that we're just waiting till july 1st to see what kind of crazy moves these teams have in the hopper so it'll get really interesting really soon so we're just three days away from that i mean i mean if if he he's gonna obviously waive his option He's stupid if he doesn't, because even if he resigns with the Cavs, the Cavs have already thrown out numbers out there where they're wanting to pay him over $40 million a season. I, I don't think he's making that now. He's making a healthy salary now. I think he but, has his max right now. Yeah, but wow. I think his max can go up if he waives that option. Mm-hmm. And that max goes up to, like, would we, would we figure that out at 40.5 or $41 million a season? Yeah, something ridiculous. I mean, he can make a shit ton of money with the Cavs. So he would leave a little money on the table if he went somewhere else. But I don't think it really matters to him at this point. I, no. I just do. I, the one thing I don't like, though, is like, yeah, he takes the max salary, but I was kind of hoping to see him take less and help sign another superstar. Right. Pull the Tom Brady at this point, but he doesn't seem to want to do that. Yeah. I, I think he was willing to somewhat do that when they locked in love for his contract, but mm. I don't know if they have that much wiggle room or he wants to give up that much to get another, another caliber player at that high of a salary. Well, and that's kind of the LeBron problem is he doesn't want to play with younger talent. So, you know, you get locked into these veteran contracts where they just make a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do about it? You get put in the salary cap hell and that's what happens every time. And they did it uh, last time he was here. They started paying guys to try and get them here, and they brought Shaq over and all that stuff, and then he left, you know? Right. And it just, you know, he creates this weird dynamic where you feel like you have to build veterans around him because rookies take too long to get 
get going and you know no one wants to trade you know good young talent they want to trade the older guys with the expiring contracts you know so it puts us in a bind although gilbert's not afraid to spend in the luxury i don't know what the rules are around that and like how far you can go if there is a rule on that or if you can just take on unlimited debt (laughs) i don't know yeah yeah if that i don't know if there is a rule there either i mean to him and a guy worth that much money i don't think it matters at that point no, I don't. I mean, he's proven. I think they're already like, like thirty million into the luxury tax or something ridiculous. So, um, you know, that's LeBron's salary right now, right there. You know, the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, he can go as far as he wants, and all he has to do is tweak his mortgage rates a little bit to get that back. So, <laughs> a little quick in there. That's right. Yeah, get that uh, that quick and loans money going you know yep i'm gonna up your pmi motherfuckers you're gonna pay this luxury tax for me yeah <laughs> that's right don't pay pmi people don't pay pmi Mm-mm. but yeah so um so moving on we've got a another <laughs> i think you, you said this to me right this uh from uh from the insider i did <laughs> so there's a uh there's a company there was a what is this was in canada right at a festival in vancouver and there was a uh basically a, a company that set up a fake booth and had a fake product but they put real money into it and made it and everything but it was it was basically satire and what they did was they set up a a booth to sell hot dog water hmm. and yeah, get your Limp Biscuit jokes out. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, and they they set it up to sell for $38, and it said it was promised to support weight loss and be compatible with the keto diet. Mm-hmm. And so they said, you know, a lot of people came up to the booth and kind of got the joke and laughed about it or whatever, but there were people who seriously bought it and paid $38 for, <laughs> for unfiltered hot dog water. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and the creator, he said it was, uh, it was created by a lot of people with backgrounds in science. <laughs> that was like their marketing pitch. Yeah. There's so many good quotes through that article. I got to find one here. Yeah. It was promised to be gluten-free and rich in sodium and electrolytes. Mm-hmm. And it said hot dog water is the new coconut water. <laughs> We created a recipe having a lot of people put a lot of effort into research and a lot of people with backgrounds in science really creating the best version of hot dog water that we could. <laughs> yeah, so the guy wanted it to just basically be a mockery of of the health industry and all their ploys and all the crap, you know, the snake oil shit that they sell and all that stuff. And so he put like 1200 bucks of his own money into the bottles and labels and branding and all that stuff. So... I thought that was really hilarious, you know, and they said um, they went through 60 liters of real hot dog water. Oh, my God. How many (laughs) bottles is that? Because they they were selling it for $38 a bottle and people were buying it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was they made $2,200. So he made more money. He made money. He had a successful business venture. He spent $1,200 and made $22. So he made a grand. <laughs> my, 
the whole thing, the picture of those water bottles is what just kills me. I mean, it looks like a one of those designer water bottles that you buy at the convenience store or whatever. One yeah, like nice a Voss water. Yeah, this Voss nice water glass. <laughs> yeah, they they peeled the label off, put a generic sticker on there that says hot dog water, and then they actually have a wiener in the bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like somebody put their wiener in a bottle of water. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I can't even imagine. First of all, what that would taste like to drink. It would be. It, it just makes my skin crawl because it's going to be gross. I mean, what idiot like actually buys this stuff? Oh, what a wiener! <laughs> yeah. Like, can you imagine the people that come up there and like actually believe that this hot dog water is some good health fad and actually pay for it? I wonder if they pull the wiener out of the bottle and then eat it after they drink the water. <laughs> hey, dude. If you know me, I'm not throwing away a perfectly good wiener when you mm-hmm. pop that mother in the microwave and warm it up, put some ketchup and mustard on it. I mean, I rest my case. Exactly. Yeah, he. Uh, he it's like uh, Kobayashi, you know? Mm-hmm. Dipping the dipping the wieners in the water and just shoving them down your gullet. There you go. I mean, that's that's a perfectly good point. Maybe Kobayashi should have backed him up on this. Oh my god! Could you imagine they have him as a sponsor? <laughs> he he eats lots of wieners, but the way he does that is he dips them in water to keep them flow, to keep them sliding down. And oh yeah, man, primes them for the gullet. That's right. Him and Joey Chestnut just you know scarfing down weenies so, something's wrong with the last name of chestnut and a guy who likes to eat wieners oh man yeah <laughs> oh, jesus christ oh yeah that's <laughs> like put on a job resume oh i, I eat wieners professionally yeah, they call me Smash Mouth. Some slamming dicks. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, you got to go back to the Twitter feed for that one, guys. That was a... <laughs> one of us may or may not have, uh, you know, <laughs> said some unsavory things to the Smash Mouth Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, that's the big thing about our account is... Um, we, we both can contribute, but you never, you kind of, if you know us a little more personally, you know who's saying what, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's out there because we know, we obviously know who's making the comments, but for somebody that, that listens to our, our uh, podcast and then reads some of our tweets, you may even be able to decipher then just based on our comments and some of the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Smash Mouth one was epic for sure. Uh, yeah, that w- that one was pretty good. I like to keep it unknown on Twitter who says what. That way, if uh, somehow someone, one of our employers, catches wind of our Twitter account, then they can we can blame it on the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're anonymous. Yeah. Hey, dude, I didn't write it. it was the other guy? <laughs> Prove it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'll be each other's scapegoat on Twitter good though too i haven't contributed anything to the instagram account i need to step up that game but you're crushing me as far as 
followers and all that good stuff. Instagram's where it's at, man. It's where the young kids are nowadays. You're on Twitter with all the curmudgeon old fucks out there who just want to talk shit to each other. Yeah, the old hate, the old hate monger, political a-holes that don't have really anything good to say other than bash each other. Well, I have like 20 Boston Terrier groups following me for some reason on Instagram. <laughs> I think Seriously. like I think like one like animal rescue place liked our account, so I followed them back because you know I'll pretty much follow back anybody who follows us unless they think they're gonna be annoying or it's some spam bot account. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I got like twenty Boston Terrier fan page <laughs> groups following me on Instagram. It's like That's... I don't want to. I, I don't want to see all these stupid dogs. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, because we both have pets, but we've really never talked about our pets on the air other than how big of a shit they take in the yard, that I recall anyways. Yeah, I'd rather see shit on Instagram like hot dog water. Yeah, me too. That's all I Go care about. Flipping off Chuck Barkley. <laughs> That's right. Give him the finger. Hashtag fuck Chuck. That's right. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I still can't get over the people that actually bought this water. Yeah. Well, they are Canadians. I don't know if I should go down that tangent today. But I don't know if I pull in the political anger and all that good stuff. That's kind of a couple weeks removed, though. I mean, we, we pissed Canada off and they kind of moved on, so... Well, yeah, I mean, we did uh, we did exercise some tariffs all of a sudden out of nowhere mm-hmm. and start pissing about everybody else in the world off. This is the yeah. thing that kills me. I don't understand, <clears throat> uh, you know, I don't know enough about this stuff to know if like Trump's doing the right thing or not, but I do know that it's going to make shit really expensive. Mm-hmm. It uh-huh. is, yeah. And maybe the guys who made the hot dog water are going to exercise their own tariff when they start importing it into the States. Instead of $38 a bottle, it's going to jump up to like $50 a bottle. Exotic Canadian wieners. $72 yeah. a bottle. <laughs> I, I read down a little bit further in that article. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm terrible at like reading the fine print and all of the details of some of these releases. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you drop all the way down... It says this: the uh, hot dog water stall sold each bottle of water for thirty-seven ninety-nine. Oh yeah, or a Father's Day special of two for seventy-five. Hot dog water, lip balm, breast spray, and body fragrance was also available. <laughs> <laughs> you walk around smelling like a hot dog. So oh you, my god! Yeah, not only are you drinking the water that that had a wiener in it, you can like s- smear that slimy ass goo that's on a hot dog on your lips and spray it on your body that's right down to my ball throw (laughs) (laughs) get your ball throw smelling like hot dogs men attract your ladies out there with your hot dog pubes that's right Mm, tantalizing you like my wiener breath breath smells like hot dogs it turns me on oscar meyer or sugardale Ooh, the great wiener debate 2018 i'm gonna go sugardale 
I am too. Sugar Dale. Down for sure. Because anytime you get. Right up in here. <laughs> <laughs> anytime you go to Dollar Dog Night at the or at Progressive Field, that they're always uh, Sugar Dale wieners. So. Yeah, but those are the low quality Sugar Dale wieners. At that point, I would take an Oscar Mayer. Yeah, that's true. You don't get the you don't get the good the high quality ballpark wieners unless you're paying the extra six or seven dollars. Oh yeah, man, that like four four fifty for a solid wiener. That's about yeah. the going rate. Hey, it's better than thirty eight dollar hot dog water. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You could eat like eight of those uh, high quality wieners at the ballpark versus just drinking the water that's soaked in. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in a row. Get 37 hot dogs. But <laughs> <laughs> with the ballpark, Frank, so it doesn't really matter. All beef, goodness. It it does a little bit, but you're smothering them in that brown mustard and all that other stuff. At least I do. Stadium mustard? Mm-hmm. I got a funny story about stadium mustard. It's not my story, but I'm going to tell it. So... <clears throat> one of my good buddies from here, he uh, he was traveling around and he went to, I believe it was Yankee Stadium, and he went to go get a hot dog, and he said, do you guys have any stadium mustard? And the guy just looked at him like he was an idiot. And he's like, he's like, what's that? You know, stadium mustard, ballpark mustard? The guy's like, uh, no, we have yellow mustard. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's just a Cleveland thing. <laughs> It can't. It can't be. I mean, I it's know. good. I mean, who doesn't like brown mustard? I don't know. People might be a little skeptical of the brown mustard. Yeah, your brown mustard on your on your wiener. Yeah, a couple all beef wieners with brown mustard. Yeah. The good. The good thing about that, the after the next day after that's all said and done, you're still making brown mustard. <laughs> This doesn't smell as good. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely horrible. Yeah, you're shooting that Burtman's right out your ass. <laughs> Just heave ho, onward and outward. <laughs> oh, I can't even gather my thoughts at this point. We went far off the rails for talking <laughs> NBA MVP to hot dog water to oh, brown the, mustard making brown mustard. Oh, dude. You, you know. <laughs> you know how we do. It, it devolves into poop and shit jokes real fast around here. Yep. I mean, if you look at our uh, if you look at our mission statement for any of our <laughs> any of our sites or the show in general. Well, I don't know. The whole thing up about Oh yeah. Well, did you? I mean, if you saw my Instagram post with my postcardia swamp ass, I, just, I did see that. I that just sums it up. God, dude, that was so gross. I wonder how many people saw that and just started gagging. <laughs> All right, I do. I did have some thoughts on that actually. <laughs> brought it up. Um, yeah. Number one, that picture was gross. Everything back, <laughs> but just, just the thought of your your ass prints on your workout bench, leaving like a sweaty mark. <laughs> but <laughs> this is all. <laughs> this is also a true story. Um, we have these really cheap faux leather 
office chairs <laughs> at work. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to frame this up and be as nice as I can and not dig on any one group of people or, or whatever. But <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have lots of, I'm just going to put it this way. We have lots of contractors where I work. They are not U.S. citizens. I won't throw any ethnic group under the bus. But these people are camping in these conference rooms all day. And they obviously do not have, you know, the awareness of personal hygiene like we do. Or for the most part, most of us do. I mean, there's there's plenty of Americans walking around that smell like Bigfoot's dick on a daily basis. But these, these people take it to the next level. And when not only when they do, they open the conference room door to come out, you get that huge waft of, of BO and armpit smell. It's left behind. Go on, say more. Oh, okay, sorry. Caught me off guard a little bit. But <laughs> these faux leather seats for some of the guys that are a little bit heavier, they leave the same looking impression on the seats that you left on your workout bench. And they're just sitting in a conference room talking because their ass is sweating so hard <laughs> that they leave butt cheek prints on those seats. And I can't sit on them, I just can't. That's so gross. <laughs> Another room to go to that has open invites, or you know, it's just basically first come first serve. Because I will not use that room. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't want grass sweat on my slacks. Hashtag oh. get the fuck out, <laughs> dude. There's some gnarly motherfuckers at work. <clears throat> you gotta watch out. This is like those greasy ass chairs and you just know they've just been busting loose all day and smearing their stank ass. Oh. Yeah, speaking of smearing too, it's not even the 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 fake leather seats. We have some just regular cloth office seats too. But these guys will work in a lab and I'm diverting away from said group that smells and leaves ass prints behind. But we have guys that work in our lab that well there's one chair that they kept as kind of a trophy that had <laughs> the impressions of his leg on the seat. But this, <laughs> he, and he would wipe his hands on the seat between his legs. He wouldn't use a fucking napkin. Oh my God. So there's so this huge gross. triangle pattern stain on this chair where, you know, where you're sitting, your leg makes a natural like triangle like shape there where the gap in the seat is. Yeah, it was all smeared with just whatever. And every time I walk in, I was like, hey, who's uh, who's sitting in, I'll say his name, I won't say his last name, but who's sitting in John's chair today? <laughs> hey, man, were you uh, you sitting in John's chair or are you just happy to be at work today? <laughs> oh, my God. Because that's what it looks like. It's gross. Oh, I'm just back to my <clears throat> swamp ass picture, and I'm just doing some analysis over here. I mean, you can see like where my ball sack was sitting on here. It's just like this giant sweat circle. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> it looks like if you. <laughs> it looks like if you're, like if you look at this picture. I mean, you gotta see this. You gotta go on our Instagram account, our Podwhackers Instagram account. There's this. I mean, it just looks like if, if you were looking at a dude, laying face down <laughs> you just see like ass crack and, and where the ball sack would be <laughs> so 
Gross. Did that happen actually while you were working out, or did you like sit down to take a break and just, just <laughs> down? Well, so I, I was doing some cardio in the morning, and then I was lifting weights afterwards, and I sat down on my chair between sets. I sat on my bench. I was, I think I was probably deadlifting that day. <laughs> so I, you know, I went and hit a set, and then I went and sat down and rest in between. And then I got up and looked down, and I saw that there was just this giant imprint of my ass, and just like this sweat stank. Nobody come over and use my workout equipment. I have a private gym in my basement, so <laughs> don't judge me. Beautiful, man. <laughs> it was so gross. And then I was just like looking at this, and I have just this swamp ass indentation on the bench, and I'm like thinking to myself, you know, you go to these workout centers. How many of these motherfuckers are leaving these everywhere and they're sitting on the end where you put your head? Oh, Jesus Christ. And then they don't wipe the bench. Jesus. You're ruining it for me, dude. A, I've, I've been thinking about trying to to do a little bit better by myself health-wise and whatever, and my wife actually signed up for a family membership at the Y. Oh, yeah. Because it's like seriously discounted. Mm-hmm. But now the first thing I do, not, the first thing I'm going to do when I go in there is I'm going to be looking for these ass prints on benches. I mean, you already you already get the you already get the smell of fucking sweat and ass when you walk into a place like that. But whew. oh yeah, dude, like people just smell horribly, and then they go sit their swampy ass right on the headrest part of the bench, not on the butt part, and then like you have to come over there and lay down on it. No way. Mm-hmm. That's how I put that shit in my basement. No way. Yeah. That might make for a good poll question. If you do use a public workout facility like that, you're you're already contaminating yourself with whatever the first the person before you left behind. But are you brave enough to go in and use the, the shower at the workout center? Or are you just tough it and go home, throw a towel down on the seat in your car, and then go home and shower? <laughs> that was always my approach, dude. I'm not showering in a common shower. Let me ask you this. Hand washing in the restrooms, in public restrooms. You hand washing or not? I do where I, well, most of the times, the only time I'm ever using that. I mean, if we go out to eat, maybe. It just depends on what type of faucet they have. But where I work, everything is is touch-free. They have sensors where stick wave your hand under there, it'll squirt soap in your hand, and you wave your hand under there, and it'll start squirting water out. You don't have to touch anything. So as a general rule, if I can get in and out of the restroom without touching the doorknob, like if it's mm-hmm. a push door and I don't have to touch anything in the bathroom, I will not wash my hands in public Right. because my feeling is everything else in that bathroom is way more disgusting than me touching my cock for two seconds to take a whiz. Right. And so oh, I will yeah. not go. I refuse. I've seen so many dudes go in there, go in the bathroom, light up the stall, just diarrhea everywhere walk right out and touch everything and it's like i'm not touching that stuff it plus the dudes who wash their hands three seconds under the water that is not enough time to wash your hands no i mean it's a good try but yeah college effort <laughs> i mean jesus christ dude if you're gonna put your hands in the water fucking wash them let's let's take <clears throat> this one step further you have the nasty public bathrooms i mean we have for the most part, they're they're okay where I work. The sinks are good, like I said, because you don't have to touch anything. 
Mm-hmm. It, go back to the comments I made about said group leaving ass stains and, and BO in conference rooms. Mm-hmm. These guys, almost all of them, not only are they going in there and they're, they're fucking blasting the toilets and not washing their hands, but they they won't wash their hands and shit, but they'll go and fucking brush their teeth in the in that sink. In the oh, gross. Up, that is so gross. That is so fucking disgusting on so many levels. <laughs> dude, people are so nasty. Like, I tell my wife all the time, she's, she's like, did you wash your hands in the bathroom? I'm like, no, I didn't touch anything, and I'm not fucking touching anything. Trust me. Because if I go wash my hands, and then I got to touch that goddamn door to get out of there, like it defeats the purpose. Right. <sighs> yeah. But I I don't know why it grosses me out so much because one of my one of the things that I do is if I'm in a new place or whatever, I always try to take a shit there to like mark my territory. <laughs> so it doesn't it's kind of a catch twenty two. I mean you're talking to a guy who shit bathrooms then yeah. doesn't want to sink or the door. Well that's yeah, yeah. I that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, dude. I'm not shitting in public if I don't have to. Yeah. Oh, I usually don't if I don't have to, but it's it's like some kind of natural reaction that kicks in. It's like, hey, man. You're like I a dog. To- yeah, I haven't violated that toilet. Let's go do it. <laughs> I got a big brown dog barking at my back door. You got to take your shits everywhere you go. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I really try not to use public bathrooms at all costs, and... It depends, like, <clears throat> if you've got one of those, like, door handle situations where I've got to actually grab the door to get out, Oy. I'll wash my hands and take the paper towel, turn off the faucet with my forearm or my elbow, mm-hmm. and then I'll use the paper towel to get out. But if I can get out of a, bath, a public restroom without touching anything, I don't wash my hands because I feel like everywhere else I'm touching something, and it's just going to make it worse. So just pee and get out. Yep, I'm, I'm the same way. But yet, like I said, I'll poop anywhere, anytime if I have to. <laughs> the deuce is loose. I usually use my foot to open the door. Usually, it's a push door. You can just kick the kick panel and kick it open. You don't have to touch the door. Yeah, I do that a lot too. I've almost taken a few people out doing that. Get a yeah. little aggressive with the kick, but <laughs> knock them out. They go to grab the door out. You explain that you're walking out with wet hands like you just scrubbed in for surgery and holding your hands up not touching anything and you kick the fucking door open. Yeah, dude. I mean the worst thing is when you go when you go to the bathroom and then they don't have any paper towels. Oh. And and then like you've gotta wash your hands, but you have one of those hair hand dryer situations, but then you have to touch the fucking door. Right. And it's like, why did I wash my hands? Because I know 10 other dudes just walked in here, took a shit, wiped their ass, didn't wash their hands, and walked right out the door, and I'm touching on it. So why did I wash my hands for? Brown finger to door. Oh, Oof. dude. It's so gross. Just like their fucking greasy ass turd knuckles just like touching everything. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you have the sound effect, dude. You got to play it. <laughs> I think I do. You should. Oh, wait a second. There you go. <laughs> you gotta get a Tourette's guy in every day. Yeah. Definitely. I'm so off the rails on my train of thought right now that... 
thinking straight. You greasy turd knuckles get you thinking. <laughs> Spinning the wheels. It has me sitting here looking at my knuckles thinking, I wonder if there's any turd flakes on there. <laughs> <laughs> Not this morning yet, but after the show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I <clears throat> There's no way I'm... I try to avoid touching anything in a bathroom at all costs. So if I can get in and out without touching things, I do not wash my hands. There's no way. And le- I mean, if I took a shit, I would wash my hands. Just, that's a little bit different, you know, getting up, up close and personal up in there. So, yeah. Don't you feel a little bit guilty, though, if you go and take a leak and you're uh, holding your dick, take a piss, you don't wash your hands, and then you bump right out of the bathroom and run into your manager you haven't seen for a while and he wants to shake your hand? Oh, hell no. That'd be like a... <laughs> the thought in the back of your head of, oh, dude, I just had my dick in my hand. Oh, she's wanting to shake my hand. No, but that... I just had my dick in my hand. That'd be a, that'd be a chocolate-covered pretzel moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would get great pleasure in that. That would make me laugh. I actually, um, one time, so like when I first, when I first got out of college, I took a job in Cleveland and uh this place like was a complete scam they kind of roped you in and then did something completely different like i thought i was going in for it stuff and i ended up being like a salesperson which no not at all from that's not my personality whatsoever so um i quit that place and went to the place where you and i worked together and met um within like 60 days or something it wasn't very long and the last day when I was supposed to go in there, I was so sick. My face, I, I don't, I've never had a cold this bad in my life. The day before I was up in the office and they saw me, like my face just wouldn't stop running and my nose just everywhere. And like, I'm just miserable. I'm sneezing like nonstop. And that night I didn't sleep at all because I couldn't fall asleep. Like my face was just so runny and congested at the same time. And like, then I wouldn't stop sneezing. And so I called off my last day of work there which is pretty epic. And, uh, and the dude was pissed. He was really mad about it. It's like, I'm not going to fucking do anything anyway, but you know, I'm, you saw me yesterday. Like, you know, I'm not lying to you right now. Like I just feel horrible. And you know, it was like an hour drive for me to get up there and it was just a lot. And I just wasn't feeling it. So I called off and, uh, a few months later, my wife and I go up to the Metro parks up in Cleveland and we're hiking in the woods mm-hmm. and, and this lady comes over this hill and she's got these two huge dogs. They're these Rhodesian Ridgeback dogs. They're, I've never seen them before in person, but I've, you know, I've heard of them and they're really cool looking and, and the dogs were really friendly and they came up to me and I start petting them. Sure enough, two seconds later, former boss walks over the hill behind her. It's his wife. <laughs> I didn't notice it and I just walked away. Yeah, and then I turn around and I look back and I'm like, "Oh shit, that was my old boss," and I just totally just snubbed him, like yeah. acted like he didn't even exist. Pet his dog, said hi to his wife, ignored him, and walked away. <laughs> Do you think he recognized you though? That was oh, he had to. Him. Yeah, he had to, because the way he came at me, he had to see me. But I was looking down at the dog, so I didn't like look directly at the guy. Until I started walking away, and at that point, I'd already taken about three steps away, and I'm a completely socially awkward individual, so I didn't turn back around and say, hey, I just kept walking. <laughs> so I just gave him the big F you. <laughs> There's another one for you, buddy. I won't even acknowledge your existence. 
Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't even like that because I didn't hate the guy or anything, but now he probably hates me because he probably thinks I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Eh, win some, you lose some. Yeah. Nothing Nothing gained, nothing ventured. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. Sure. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> you should take a word for on anything this morning. Oh man, that reminds me. We need to get some uh, some Tommy Boy sounds. Oh God! That just reminded me that uh, you could stick your head up a butcher's ass, but I'd rather take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> he like says it completely wrong every time. Uh, so good. No, you can stick your head in in the butcher's ass. No, wait. <laughs> or it's got to be your bowl. <laughs> His steak. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That movie's great. Uh, one of the true classics. Yeah, for real. I, I exposed my kids to that maybe possibly a little bit too early, but they love it. So There's never a time too early. That was my wife was telling me the other day in the car, like, oh, yeah, we'll let our son watch, like, uh, you know, R-rated movies when he's, like, 15. Like, 15? Yeah. I'm like, what? wait, what? No. I mean, obviously it's movie-dependent, but, like, you know, you, shit, I was watching, like, scary movies when I was, like, 8 or 9. Yeah. Like, I was pretty young. Uh, it's just what you do. Like, I don't know. I think, I don't know. It's a little overprotective, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, the landscape of r-rated movies today compared to what they were when i was a kid has definitely changed uh, it, yeah a little bit I see that change because when i was oh shit but did it though time. did it really i mean to some degree you're probably right especially in horror movies like they got more into like the torture stuff but mm -hmm. still i mean yeah i don't watch a ton of movies now yeah one, one thing i have noticed for a lot of the movies i do watch like nudity and things like that is not the big play nowadays. Like whereas 25, 30 years ago when I watched Porky's in the third grade, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was just titties everywhere. You don't, you don't have movies like that unless it's like a lampoons movie or something like that now. Yeah. Get one boob massaged and the other one's free. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, you're kind of right, though, but then you go watch shows like Game of Thrones and it's just, like, nudity everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I think, like, you have to know your kid, first mm -hmm. of all, and then you have to kind of know the movie, right? Like, I'm not just going to let him go watch whatever, you know. Like, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't let him go watch, you know, oh, I'm losing my train of thought here, um... There's that movie, the the torture movie was the horror movie, and it came out. I think Eli Roth made it. Um, damn it, I can't think of the name of it. I don't know. There's a lot of torture, and it was it was like right after Saul was real big. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was called, but anyway, like they cut people's like Achilles heels off or Achilles tendons off and stuff like that, and um i just can't remember what the name of it is but anyway like those movies like he has no reason to watch that stuff like if you want to watch like a freddy krueger or some shit i don't care yeah some of the ones that where the character is 
you know, more unbelievable than what is actually happening. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's not, like, real and grotesque and it's just funny and silly and whatever. I don't really care about that that, that much. I mean, as long as he proves to be mature enough to handle it, mm-hmm. you know, at that age. It, there's There's something fun about little kids watching scary movies and getting the shit scared out of them. <laughs> you know, like I remember being the kid who, you know, watched these scary movies and was scared shitless. And I don't know. Watch them for a long time after that. No, it almost like trains you not to. You're like so afraid. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's funny. So I'll probably let them. I don't know. There's some, horror, there's some horror movies out there that will turn your stomach though. I mean, they are just downright fucking gross. Yeah. And that's the stuff I don't want them watching. Like, you don't need me watching torture movies or like movies about people killing animals and like doing weird things and you know, like, or like overly sexual or anything like that. Like maybe slasher flicks is probably really the genre I would stick to in the horror and in the suspense thriller ones. Those ones are fine, but like, you're right. There's like those torture movies and some of them that are like borderline on pornographic and it's just, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not about that. Yeah. One of those, exact movies comes to mind that i've watched that is probably one of the last horror movies that actually made me turn my stomach a little bit and throw up in my mouth was human caterpillar (laughs) (laughs) i never did watch that jesus christ just i I was trying to talk my wife into watching it because she like she really hates scary movies and uh, she has a weak stomach she'll she'll definitely get sick (laughs) oh dude i almost made her sick yesterday i farted in the car and she was about done she said it smelled like turkey lunch meat. <laughs> and, then she, and she said, I'm never going to be able to eat turkey again. <laughs> it was so funny. Well, after, you get some, after you get some of that uh, hot dog water body spray and lip balm and a couple bottles <laughs> down the hatch, she'll never want to think about eating hot dogs again either. She probably does it now today, but that just would solidify it. Oh, my God, dude. You're... <laughs> You're not kidding. It was. <laughs> it was just one of those. I don't know. It. It was so funny though. Like I don't know what it is about like having the like worst smelling gas because, you know, you're really disgusting. But for some reason, it is so funny, to make other people smell your horrible shit smell. <laughs> for me, it's a little bit opposite. Um... I, I love to torture my kids in the car because I could always turn the window lock on and make them suffer. But <laughs> it's not so much the farts as there's some things that I eat that I don't know if they don't digest properly or whatever, but mm-hmm. there's times when my belches smell worse than my farts and my kids just absolutely start gagging in the car. Oh, man. Garlic is one of those things. <laughs> I don't know what it is about garlic, but holy cow, I can breathe fire. And it oh. smells so bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been witness to this. <laughs> it's pretty rough. So, all right, man. Well, I think that about does it for today's show. Got anything else? Any parting words? Nope. Go out, get your hot dog water. Let us know how it tastes. And don't wash your hands. Yeah, don't wash your hands. <laughs> awesome. All right, motherfuckers, the show is over. Subscribe to our show anywhere you get your podcasts and do not forget to follow us on Twitter at Prodwackers or on Instagram at Prodwackers. And remember, every time you yawn, there is a ghost trying to put his wiener in your mouth. See you next time.